All right, this is John. And this is Sean. And this is Movie Night with Sean and John. Check, check. Hey, hey, hey. Check. <laughs> this is John. This is Sean. We got a special guest. This is Brandon. Return oh, back again. Yeah, the return of Brandon. Is number three. Is this number three? Number three. Is this the trilogy? Nice. Yeah. Here we go. Welcome back. Dark Knight trilogy. Ah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> nice segue into we just got out of uh, opening night, IMAX. We saw Joker. Joker. Yeah. Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Just a gut check. I did like the movie. Uh, I I feel like it's worth seeing for a lot of different reasons. Uh, and Joaquin Phoenix killed it. That's just like my my initial reaction. That's your first first take. Yeah, hot first, take. Hot take. First thoughts. What was your hot take? I did like, you like it? I did like it. I feel like people are going to be talking about this movie for a long time. That's just how I feel about it. I like Good or bad. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right. I think it's a little bit divisive. I think people are going to be taking two different si- sides, but I feel yeah. like we're going to be talking about this movie for a long time in the future. What did you think, Brandon? I feel like this movie is definitely going to be talked about for a long time. And right. I think it's going to be a very important movie, you know, in the whole movie-going experience period from here on out. I think this is gonna, things are going to start changing after this movie. Well, like what you can do That's with a comic book character. Like, it doesn't have to fit into, like, the normal structure of, like, a comic book villain well, in a movie or something also just the fact that like when we went to the movie tonight there were like yes, four or five right cops there. at the theater like oh you mean like fully that's what aware in real life yeah yeah what, how it impacts us or whatever you know just going to the movies yeah. it, it was interesting and i i thought it was interesting that you even say that because like anytime someone would get up in the movie part of me was like a little bit paranoid just because there was so much fuss made about this movie yeah. and like oh help but look an around active shooter well. could could like you know, this is where they would do something like this, and it's like yeah. that. That uh, was just kind of a narrative that was yeah. like yeah. drummed up, and then it just got kind of like perpetuated and sent out online, and then it actually made me a little bit fearful just to be there the on opening night. Stuff. But like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I was scared a little bit too. I saw John walk out of the theater at one point, and I was a little <laughs> nervous. You thought he might be the Joker. <laughs> no, man. No, all uh, bullshit aside, though, I was looking around. Like, I did feel at certain like points, they like, just made such a fuss about it. Just made you it. want to, even though I didn't buy into any of it. It's right. Still, I didn't feel you're that You're talking way about all the recent headlines yeah. and everything. I, I, well, this movie is obviously controversial. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. have any like context of this movie and and just culture of movies right now, it's yes. been really controversial, and some critics have made a big uh, deal about the. Just the portrayal of Joaquin Phoenix as and uh, seeing him almost as like a framed as like a protagonist. Yeah. Well, let's just set it up. Why don't you set it up? Walk walk us through just okay. Just the brief synopsis. Um, Taxi driver is about a down on his luck guy. (laughs) Travis Bickle. Yeah. Uh, No, Joker is about a kind of down on his luck guy. He's a professional clown, but he's not really that good about it. He's had like a string of bad luck. He's trying to make it as a stand-up comedian, right. and a string of events happen to kind of trigger this, uh, like, kind of rampage that he goes on in a sense. Right. He fully transforms um, into yeah. like this other this character. character. Yeah. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix is fucking amazing. No, he movie. he killed it. Like Joaquin Phoenix is like the 
the strongest aspect of this movie for sure. Far and away. He really immersed himself in that role. For well, sure. it's believable. Like, Dude. I, I kind of kept forgetting that that's Joaquin Phoenix. Like, you're sucked into the movie. Like, this oh, yeah. guy's losing it. This guy's like transforming. Time, the first time he kills somebody in the film, he kills a few people and he runs and runs and runs. And it's like you feel how visceral that is like if it, it, it's framed like someone actually got killed you know yeah like he's yeah. running he's terrified and he runs in this bathroom and locks the door like finally after putting some distance between him and like the crime and he just starts dancing in the mirror like slowly very and... slowly it almost looked like tai chi or something like yeah, that it did, yeah. but like a clown kind of dancing and it was very um it went on for a bit it did but it was kind of it was pretty cinematic, actually, to me. I kind of entrancing. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind it, of it was the first time the movie actually pulled me in because the yeah. violence was one thing in the movie, but that wasn't really what drew me in. It was like those kinds of scenes, the, the more artistic approach yeah. to his portrayal of this character and like how he kind of physically embodies the movements or just the mannerisms that someone might have who would do something like that. Right. And I think the movie actually does a pretty good job of balancing out, like, what you're talking about, like, the ultraviolence and, like, you know, right. the scenes of him just laughing and going crazy. And then these, like, kind of more poetic-looking shots that have, like, a lot of music in them, no dialogue, yeah. and he's dancing. There's the steps that look like the exorcist steps uh, that he keeps <laughs> the dancing The dancing on. steps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> to, for some reason, they look like the exorcist steps. Spider-Man 3 <laughs> dancing like, steps. Yeah, he's like slow motion dancing, and it's like odd. But some it, of that was pretty beautiful and, and haunting in a way. It was like some of that was the most was. kind of like terrifying stuff to me was seeing someone who just done these things behave that way just and, after and make it so elegant. Yeah, and but it was like, man, that's so kind of disturbing because this guy's it so is. depraved and. It was um He was like a serial killer, man. Like yeah. when he was doing that, it reminded me of, like some Silence of the Lamb type shit almost. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. interesting. Or like American Psycho or yeah. something. Yeah. Fantasy, you don't know what's real and that yeah. was another thing that I liked about the movie was that it ca- it did keep me guessing yeah. because there were multiple plot lines introduced. We don't even have to get into right away, but like there were relationships that were happening in the film that you weren't sure like was that an actual relationship or like is yeah. some of this imagined like and you don't really know to what extent he is like completely mentally breaking down or he's just uh right like is he imagining these events like are we watching it through his brain i feel like like any any positive event that happened to him in the movie was completely was questionable yeah which uh, until his breaking point and then everything after that was you know great to him because he had already you know just given up at that point i like so i like the way that this movie kind of portrays him is almost like this bumbling idiot. Like he doesn't really understand like what events he's putting into place and like how it's affecting the world around him. And multiple times in the movie, he sees like a reaction from something that he's done. Right. And it's like on the newspaper or like people are talking about it. People are wearing clown mat and he's just like kind of shocked the whole time at like, that he's being noticed. Because right, he said yeah. he's never even existed, you know? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's that, a failed comic. Nobody laughs at his jokes. He's I want to get into loser. that because this is something that I disagree with in some of the critiques that I saw. The, the overwhelming majority of critiques that I saw for the film that were not favorable talked about how the movie kind of like lacked any 
like conscience to it and it was kind of just like violence for violence sake and it celebrated this this kind of depraved character but and i see where one could frame it that way but i don't think that was the intention like at all i think it was actually um it's more thoughtful than that you know it's like just by showing this stuff on screen uh it's reminding us that like this stuff is happening all the time. You know, yep. it's really just a reflection w- of what's really happening in our society that young men do feel so unheard in some cases or so unobserved. They just don't exist. Like he says in the movie, he goes to his social worker and she's like, oh, they're cutting the services. Like we can't take care of you anymore. Like I can't see you anymore. And he's like, well, who's going to give me my medication? And she's yeah. like, yeah, I'm sorry. You know? Yeah, they don't give a and shit. And it's like, you. so I think just by even f- showing any of that at all, it does add up to more than just like, oh, it's just ultraviolence and it has, you know, there's it nothing does. really to say there. It's like, I think there's you more know to what? it than that. That is kind of fucked up, though, because there's been like 10 Fast and the Furious movies and nobody says anything about <laughs> all the deaths that have happened. Rainbow just came out two weeks ago. Rainbow. Rainbow. <laughs> Rainbow. <laughs> nobody said anything about Rainbow. Nobody said anything about oh, they John did. Wick. Yeah, they, they, did. they said kind some stuff of. about Rainbow. Not John Wick, but Rainbow they John did. John Wick killed yeah. like 300 people, but they're like, yeah. oh, yeah. they were bad guys, so it doesn't matter. It's framed Joker in a different way todd phillips said something about john wick which is did he really he mentioned it yeah he was like you know nobody's bad at an eye at him killing three people i think this you know movie I mean? treats death like really uh pretty intensely right like it is true not, it is but not glamorizing yeah. anything no. like when you see someone it's, get pretty shot pretty, yeah. it, it's visceral it's yeah. loud it's like shocking i yeah. think it actually treats death with like a like a weight that's almost yeah. somewhat realistic. It's like kind of somber tone yeah, to the right. whole it's, movie. It's not glorifying anything. It's not, it's yeah. like, this is like hardcore for a, for a comic book movie. Like, yeah. It exists outside of that world, though. And I think yeah. like even Joaquin Phoenix um, said that like he kind of wished that they had just named the movie like Arthur and hadn't mentioned Thomas Wayne at all. And I think... Yeah. That almost would have made it <laughs> like that would have almost crossed the line into like too heavy, you know? Yeah. Because it was real heavy at times to the point where it was. it was like, like they had this effect with the music where the we were also in the IMAX, it was like so strings. it was loud. It was yeah. very loud. It was super dynamic, and I liked that about it a lot. Yeah. But like there were sometimes where it'd be like, jum, jum, jum. yeah, it's like this heavy string, like just yeah. yellow yeah. like tone, and like something. yeah, but then it would slow it down and just like drop. Some like of such it was an ominous, tight, like, and then some sometimes it, it would yeah. go into a more like kind of beautiful, serene sound, and that's when he, the dancing sequences yeah. would be happening. So it, it was used to, to mostly a positive effect, but there were some times where it would do this, and it's just like not that like what's happening on screen didn't like add up to that to me. That happened a few times where yeah. it was like almost like. The music on the stairs, like as the well. sound, yeah, the yeah. Sound Where, editing and the sound design wasn't like didn't hit matched up, all the but. way. Sometimes it it did really well, and then other times. Like there were times where people were laughing in the theater where I wasn't sure if it was actually meant to be funny or if like you know what I mean. Like yeah. it wasn't uh, totally um, perfect in that way of like the direction of the movie and what it was communicating. Sometimes to me it was like. I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to say well, here. I it think was a little bit. Some of that's the point, just because that's the character. Like he's so, like he has this but idea that, of like so anarchy, but he's also so yeah. crazy. And like, what? Where are we going with this? And I, I felt like that's a lot of like the comedic element to this movie too. Like 
there's parts where it's like, is this funny or is this like really fucked up? Right. We're watching like a mental illness decline, but right. it's also inspiring yeah. this revolution around what he's doing. It's an so odd it, movie. Right, right. And I think some of this stuff is intentional. It's supposed to make you think like, what? Like, is, yeah. is this a guy a hero? No. Is this funny? Not really. It's kind of fucked up. You know, like it does It's totally that. fucked up. Yeah. Right. And it does that on purpose just to kind of keep you like i think it shows witnessing guessing. right right and witnessing like what's going on and you're like having to like you know keep up with it on a on a moral level almost you know yeah no i, I know what you mean yeah for sure i think that's it does add up to more than just ultra violence for ultra violence's sake because we're we're talking about it from an intellectual perspective yeah. you know so obviously there's something more to it if that if we saw it and we could, these are the things that occur to us after having seen it well, look as so, soon as he stopped taking his medicine as soon as the welfare shut down that was when it really you know, jumped off yeah 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 they big, made a point yeah, that's, to, a, that's a big point of the movie that. you know true because you know if it weren't for that you know would he have even done any of that stuff and uh you know what i mean and how re how easily he got the gun in the film well someone gave it to him it was given to him. That's what I mean. It was literally like just handed to him. It was like he had gotten jumped yeah. and everyone heard about it and they were like, you you know, you might just need to have a gun. And it's like, uh, maybe that's also saying something. He didn't yeah. even go buy it. He didn't even have to like well, go to a store to get a background check. You know, like all that yeah. stuff is in there. It's just yeah, like not can, made a huge fuss over, but it is. I feel like there would have been a bigger fuss if he would have gone to like Walmart. And be like, <laughs> oh, see this move. Joker 2019. Oh, it would have that would have been like headlines all over. If it were a different director, I'm glad we yeah, had a director that was like let's talk as about, daring as as yeah, he was. Yeah, let's talk with about movie. It, it's definitely provocative. Yeah, the movie is overwhelming in a lot of ways. Like it's there yeah. are some wild like I was just saying, there's some wild stuff in there. You know, well like, Todd Phillips yeah. though. So his background is in comedy, but all of his movies kind of have that dark element, like The Hangover. Like has ha, has like road trip, so he did road trip. He did the Hangover trilogy. He did, he did road uh, trip. Yeah, he did. That's like one of his first oh. movies. That's he did so funny. Uh, uh, War Dogs. War but Dogs was pretty good. His first movie he ever did was a documentary about Gigi Allen. It's called like Hated a Gigi Allen really? Story. Yeah, and it's oh, uh, Todd Phillips' first see that. movie. So he's controversial. But I feel like he gravitates towards that, and a lot of his movies like. The Hangover is a huge blockbuster comedy, uh, right. but then you still have Zach Galifianakis's character, which kind of like has a little bit of like some some mental issues yeah, yeah, yeah. on his own, and it kind of dives into like you know this yeah. like crime underbelly thing, and like the, there's like some layers. Dark, yeah, it to was this definitely stuff. dark darker comedy movie. Yeah, yeah, or War Dogs. Like, like what happened? This that. though is like a polar opposite direction. We gotta at least because yeah, basically he's sure. done comedies, and yeah. then he did War Dogs, which is. Like a drama, uh, he did the Gigi but this Allen. was like full tilt, like some heavy subject matter. You know, yeah, from definitely. start to finish, every frame is like really like, you know, you know, jump, jump, jump. He was he was pitching <laughs> this movie to Warner Bros for like three years, two or three like, years. Fuck no, trying I'm to get sure. it, trying to get it made. I'm yeah. sure. And like, I guess like. Logan Oops. happened. It'd be cool to see. Yeah, Logan happened. A couple and other Deadpool. R-rated films. Yeah, yeah Deadpool. Deadpool. They, yeah, those well, I mean, well. this is on a total different level than either one of those. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, but those, much, it's just those like setting the bar. Much like, more dramatic, yeah. much more serious, much less yeah. of like a traditional comic book. But look, so I guess he proposed some sort of like DC black kind of label thing that might like 
produce other kind of movies. Tom and that, Yeah, he, pr- you know, wow. he, yeah, he proposed this to Warner Bros. And uh, so pa- we could possibly get like a Lex Luthor origin type movie or something like mm. that, you know? That's like the Like a whole bunch tone. of like different villain type wow. movies. Yeah. That's interesting. Like dark, you know, character <laughs> study wild. movies but on I, these villains. But I do like that it's a, char- it's yeah. a very unconventional comic book movie, right? Yeah. It's it not the Avengers. There's not a giant blue laser in the sky and purple aliens and shit. It's just a this guy. This is like, this didn't, yeah. you could set this in uh, Chicago and change his name and it'd be a totally different movie, you know? Like, but this is like branded for DC and for the Batman universe. Yeah. But yeah. it is something or that's like. Or New York or something like that. Yeah. Right. It's like never it's any been. any city in America, basically. Yeah. And you could change the names and it would still work as a movie. But this has kind of never been done in a comic book movie, yeah. really, where you're taking like a villain and you're grounding them in reality and you're like, man, this guy has some serious not with a villain like actual that, yeah. mental problems. Let's actually focus on how fucked up that is. It reminded me of stuff like Falling Down with Michael Douglas. It reminded me a little bit of Elephant, the Gus Van Sant movie. I was telling you all about that in the car. Like, oh yeah, yeah. those movies, uh, or even something like um, like Unbreakable. Like a little bit of it, almost just, just a little tad sprinkle bit. Dude. Wait, which movies was I saying it was reminding me of? You said that it reminded <laughs> <laughs> You said Unbreakable, and that was all I was thinking about. Uh, you said Elephant. the Gus Van Sant Elephant, movie. yeah. yeah. So, like, th- those movies, <laughs> they frame these characters, like, so realistically to where, like, you're seeing really drawn-out sequences of cool. how things progress for them to go from just people before you kill someone and people after you've killed yeah. people, you know? And... Uh, this movie was super visceral in that way because it was, despite being set in a comic book universe, it was very grounded to, like, this reality. In reality, yeah. yeah. And our world, specifically. Yeah, like, right now. <laughs> and I think that's what people don't, some people don't like about it, is it makes them uncomfortable to see something so true to life, like, on screen like right. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I They're did. terrified of that idea, and it's and it's... It is terrifying, but it's like, dude, you can't fault the film just for observing what's happening in society. Like, we have to do better yeah, in society the, problems, and then see that reflected in films. It's you easy know? to problems place the would, blame on something. Yeah, yeah, the problems would still exist whether it's bullshit, Joker though. came out yeah. or not. Right? You know, this movie has no yeah. effect on that. It, right. Yeah. And, uh, and if something like a film sends someone over the edge... To me, it's not the film's fault. It's like that's something that's going to happen with, like, if you're at that point where, like, it's something just as simple as a film or yeah. a song or a video game or whatever you want to blame it on. Yeah. Sets you, it's like, dude, it's not, that's not the problem. It's the root problem is, like, this person's, right, like, like, frame of mind that would even lead them to ever consider something like it's that. It's the same as, like, parents blaming video games that were made in Japan for violence that's going on in America. It's like, we didn't even make that here. Someone else made it in a different country. I guess I say all not. that to say, like, do y'all think the fuss of it was warranted? Like, how Absolutely much not. of a, like... Because it really was, it, and it has been very controversial. But do you think that's manufactured in some way by, to, I like, think, sell tickets, I think it, too? Well, I don't think it's manufactured by Warner Bros. I think, if not anything... So, I'm not saying the that media Warner Bros. like, pulled strings to sell tickets, but I'm saying well, it I mean, does. They go they, where the I mean, clicks go, and, like, yeah, the right. clicks go to controversial, you know, one-liners that say, like, Joaquin Phoenix walks out of an interview because he's asked about, you know... Mass shootings being expired or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like 
they that stuff they it's just clickbait you know and it really yeah. it's like so, in some of those cases it's almost like they hadn't seen the movie like having yeah. seen the movie now it's like dude I get the argument but I do think it adds up to more than just that it's not just a glorification of this like really uh, kind of psychotic character it's more than that yeah but I guess in the, in if I'm gonna play like devil's advocate about it like in the slightest way I do understand it because. Obviously, and the character is sympathized with in the film and, like, not, actually celebrated yeah, in the film. That, and there's, like, a like, movement that's inspired, you know, that happens or whatever. Like, but I think that the film is saying something by putting those images yeah. on screen. Like, I think it's communicating more than just, like, oh, celebrate this kind of behavior. It's, like, we yeah, are at a place where at this is actually happening to some extent because these people's names are actually pumped out onto the news cycle for you know, days and days at a yeah. time. A, You're hearing about the killers, not like the victims and stuff. And so, I don't know. I think it adds up even, to more I, than that. See, I don't even think it's just that. Like, our society is, like, obsessed with Batman and Joker and shit. Like, the yeah. last time I went to go get a tattoo, this dude was getting, like, a full sleeve Batman tattoo on one side and a full sleeve Joker on the other side. Like, I've seen cars, like, custom-painted with Joker. Yeah. Like, it means like, more to people it, than it, just, like, comic books. You go to any Walmart films. in America, and they sell it Batman it's shirts the, it's and It's the Batman duality. Shirt. Right, right. Good the, and just evil. the mythology. People, people are obsessed with that There's villain. always good and bad in every right, single so person. Right, so in a certain... Yeah. In, a, in a way, I do somewhat understand, like, what they're trying to say is, like, you know, we... Some people, like, worship the Joker. They think he's, right. like, the coolest villain right, ever. Right, and then to see this, like, crazy breakdown of someone, like really going through like a mental decline and like the effect that they have on society and how they're like literally praised at one point he was almost like jesus when it they were lifted, lifting so him it's out like, and like praising him and all, all standing around him so like in a way i'm like kind of like man people do worship this of course guy, in a sense and it is scary but it's like so let's do something about it like maybe that's the point of the movie is to be like oh this is pretty fucked up and disturbing and what's happening in the movie is really overwhelming like oh this shit's actually happening in real life we have to, to like remember extent, yeah. and like do something about that you know like yeah. Yeah, that's what to occurs some, to me after having seen it is like damn these shootings in, in the movie are super visceral and it's like mixed really loud so it's like and you're like yeah. you know like every time i was like damn like, well it's even like, the shots they like blow people's brains out it's, it's not like intense yeah and, it's and, not like you shoot someone they fall over and die like this is like some it's yeah it's not yeah. done there's up no at all. badass very, action music playing while people are getting yeah, shot up you know it's, it's like long long shots silent that linger heavy, yeah. on like the violence yeah. and like the messy it's heavy yeah and then sometimes he's so like nonchalant during or after some of this stuff so it's like very uh creepy but like yeah creepy so so if we if it's something that we're you know uncomfortable with or like scared by it's like just rightfully so you know yeah movies like this do serve a purpose beyond just like oh look how awesome this bad guy is to me it's like it's more it's like obviously more than that well they need to at least i don't know know this one does i i'm a hmm I'm, I, don't, I don't really exactly know how to phrase this, but I feel like a lot of people are going to go into this movie with, like, a negative connotation. It's either, like, 
not like the most recent like Jared Leto uh, yeah. Joker. Or it's that was like, awful. I think people are going to Suicide Squad suck. People no. are going to walk into <laughs> that movie it is trash, and they're going to be like, <laughs> "Oh, this isn't trash. Heath Ledger. It's not Jared Leto. It's not Jack Nicholson. Oh, this movie sucks. Batman doesn't even show up. He didn't even like fight anyone." People think, know it's not that, dude. But I, I think some people are going to be upset the with general it. audience. Probably doesn't know too much about it, you know right? I mean? And then I think well, they some see the previews and they know it's not. Uh, yeah, it's been marketed as right. Such, yeah. I think this is like kind of it's R rated. It's R rated. Yeah, but they know for, even for a comic book movie, this is like probably the darkest comic book movie. Yeah, this is darker than when Thanos killed half of the universe with a snap. Like this and then, is like, and then they all came back. Right. This is like I shot someone a in movie the later. face and they're murdered yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on it's in and a whole, everybody sees you know, like it's in a whole different hell, yeah. Yeah, right. it's in a whole different plane. Or like And in that sense it is kind of interesting that like for the first time in like a comic book movie ever, you're dealing with like the actual like weight of of like death and murder, you yeah. know, like they feel yeah. like real things. That's that probably we're why people are losing just their now addressing, even though comic book movies have been out for like thirty years. Yeah. Well, we have to at least touch on Taxi Driver. Oh yeah, yeah, and like yeah, King of sure. Comedy you've because seen, Brandon, you've seen those. Yeah. So okay. like Taxi Driver to me, obviously this movie owes a lot to like Scorsese just as a whole. I feel right. The and tone. Then, yeah, and then yeah. like uh, specifically Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, but like there were parts where. You know, they go, they do the finger guns to the head kind of deal. And it was like, you know, shot for shot, like the end of that film. And uh, so to me, Taxi Driver is a perfect movie. So did this add up to that level of commentary or that level of thought provoking? Like, no way. Like, it was good, but it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't to me like, you know, uh, it's a different. Know. It's not eight though. minute standing ovation. Like it got this movie got an eight minute standing ovation at the Venice Film Festival, and it's like I don't know if I'd stand for eight minutes. You know, like it was good, and Joaquin Phoenix was amazing. Yeah, but the film itself too, as well. wasn't as strong as his performance, in my opinion. Whereas something like Taxi Driver, not only is De Niro like um, just perfect, but the film, the Message, every shot, yeah. the music, like it all is you know perfect. So I I feel like this was good. I don't know that it added up to like amazing for me was it the best comic book movie you've ever seen i don't even consider it a comic book movie so i guess that's like a huge compliment because i don't like comic book movies at all like it elevates it out of the category of comic book movie it was not a comic book movie to me (laughs) it was a marvel movie it it (laughs) was like a comic book movie in certain ways but it wasn't yeah it existed way beyond that well like it's not like spider-man or venom or something like that remember we saw logan right yeah. Like that one was pretty like realistic for a, a superhero yeah. movie where he's like all aging and That like, was one of the best superhero movies. Yeah. Man, Man of Steel is the the best superhero. The uh, Christopher Nolan Dark Knight is the best to me Dark Knight that's the that's the top of the top. So, would you say Dark Knight's better than Than this? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Brandon? Joaquin Phoenix no. was just as good as Heath Ledger. At playing this role, okay, and I say that, yeah, and that's like that's the highest that. possible Let's praise. Talk about that. But yeah, I sure. do think Dark Knight is a better movie as a whole. This movie was very good. It just—I don't know that it got to. Dark Knight uh, has some really nice sequences, though. Like, even dude. like the stuff on the on his little motorcycle. Dark Knight is pretty. Perfect. Those are some clean looking. Like that's maybe the best comic book movie ever. You know, it's the most like yeah. effective and efficient. Like the way that movie shot is fucking. It perfect. has a scale to it. 
It's yeah, good. Nolan did his thing with that. That it's good. heist at the I beginning, just, that shit's tight. So you liked this better than Dark Knight? I did, yeah. No, that's, really? That's yeah. interesting. Okay, I've never been a big Christian Bale. Ba- I just, I yeah, just yeah. didn't like him as Christian Batman. Bale I liked, I liked Heath Ledger as Joker. He was fucking dope. But well, yeah. who's the better Joker? You think? I think in terms like because Joker's like psychotic as hell, like in the comics. You know what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. Joaquin, Joaquin pulled that off, dude. Like. He was incredible. It's he was an, so believable as that character. Yeah. He was like, incredible, dude. That's not to take it like yeah. he alone probably takes it to 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 four stars for me, but like yeah. uh like could you I don't Im- think it gets beyond that, but his performance was perfect. Could like, you yeah. imagine perfect. anybody else trying to pull that off? Like Imagine if Jared Leto, if they're like you were Joker and Suicide that's just a Squad, different so thing. He was so not menacing at all. He was like so. It was like Flamboyant. so Joker. It was more like a it was like just, a thug kind of Joker, you know, a mobster Joker yeah. kind. Of, you know what I mean? But it was just too awesome. like too Could, glitzy and glamorized. It's like but, whereas Heath Ledger's Joker was just like. But Jared you know, Leto's like a decent actor. Himself. Yeah, he could pull no, he off is. some method. Do you think yeah. he, he could is. pull this off though? Like no, Joaquin, I think he Joaquin could. is like no, an dude. I don't. Not, it'd be on a different level. I don't like the mental illness. Like, no, I don't. Dude, I don't know, Joaquin but. took I mean, Jared, it all the way there. Dude. Jared Leto is a great actor. He is. He like is, Dallas Buyers Club and shit. He's like, also he, he can bring it, but. Joaquin I think is he, like the cream of shine. the crop, like a top. Yeah, he's up there with DiCaprio. Dude. I think yeah, if you, Jared sure. Leto didn't get enough of a chance. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that, they, that they gave him. Suck, they dude. took like four <laughs> of his scenes. He filmed like they said like two hours worth of footage of just Joker that never made it into the movie. Well, and that I mean that boils down. They to cut the it direction. down so much. The editing just, of that movie yeah. was horrible. Dude. It was a totally different movie at first as well, but then they got cold feet and changed the whole movie. I heard that. I actually never saw that one, but... Yeah. And then what about King of Comedy? Could you see how De Niro oh, yeah. and King of Comedy could... It's a flip. It's a total 180 degree reverse. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like where he's obsessed with... Uh, um, Jerry uh, Lewis's yeah. character. Dude, that movie's incredible. It's so good. Everything Scorsese touches is just like well the scene when he's in the bar at the end and he like hops on the counter and turns the tv on he's basically arrested at that point and he like goes to show the the bartender girl like his his oh yeah and how awkward it is and like no one's (laughs) laughing it's just terrible comedy like you can definitely tell de niro's the opposite role now because he's like the older but you can tell that's like a hundred percent inspired by that oh yeah for sure you know martin scorsese is actually attached to this movie at one point was he really? Yeah, he was. Is he that was like attached? Yeah, for real. He was attached as like a producer or something. Really? But then I guess he just decided not to do it. I don't know. What do y'all That's think? Uh, so what are y'all most looking forward to? For me, like uh, coming down the pike, The Irishman. Oh, for new? Dude, for new yeah. For new Finally stuff. coming out? Dude. The Irishman? Yeah. You know, they've been trying to release that for a while, too. It's been know? coming out. I mean, it's coming out October yeah. or no, no, November 4th. Something it's been like, like delayed a bunch of times. Well, I think they like had to do a bunch of stuff with CGI. Yeah. They did a bunch of, like, computer Reshoes stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, like, they make De Niro I'm, younger by, like, I'm 30 really years. Interest- they make him younger it's and all older, like, right? Yeah. They make him yeah. older, too, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it spans, like, 30 or 40 years. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. Have y'all seen the previews from Motherless Brooklyn? It's, like, an Edward Norton movie. He's... And he uh, has, I like... I saw something for it. I didn't he watch has, it, um... Something like Tourette's, basically, but he's also, like, involved in some kind of criminal underworld. It's, like, the most really? fantastical-sounding thing ever. I seriously feel like Edward Norton was just like, so there's going to be, like, this mob movie, and this guy's going to be kind of involved in the underworld. But it's like, that's not enough for me because I'm, like, this level of actor. So I'm going to throw in, like, this curveball that he's going to have, <laughs> like, 
Tourette syndrome, I, and that's going to weave into the story. So, like, in the previews, just watch the previews. I'm curious to see what you think, but I'm actually interested to see it because I do like Edward Norton, and he's he's actually directing. I know. He, is he really? Yeah. Everybody and acting thinks, in it. He's been out the picture for a while. Everybody thinks he's, he's a stuff. fucking asshole. Like, everybody hates him in Hollywood, but I like Edward Norton a lot. Dude, Edward Norton. I'm always rooting I like for him. Edward, so. Edward Norton is a strong actor. And, like, he's been in some Dude, Wes Anderson films. Hour and recently. American, American History, History X, Fight Club. American History X is... He had, like, a string yeah. of good movies. Primal Club. Fear. Have you seen Primal Fear? Like, he had a no. bunch of good movies. Like, but yeah, I'm excited for those. What else? What about Cape Fear with Robert De Niro? Uh, that's oh, a good I love one. that movie. Dude, that's kinda, a badass Some aspects movie. Of, of his character remind me of Joker in there. Oh, like the obsessive stuff? Yeah. I could see that a little bit. He, had, he does a little weird laugh in that movie, So, too. like, well, man, we didn't even get to uh, what are we actually giving this thing. So, I, I'm saying four stars. What would you, uh, out of five stars, Ooh. what would you give this bad boy? Um, Man, I think it was really strong, and I think it was, like, make it had its own voice, which is important for movies in 2019. It made its statement. Uh, I would say the lowest I would go is like a three and a half. Like it was a pretty decent movie and I'd watch it again. See, that's actually my initial reaction when I was seeing it was like, I'm going to give this like a three and a half. It's good. It doesn't go to great, but I'll go four stars just because Joaquin Phoenix is so good that you have to see this movie. It's like if you see movies this year at all, like it's one of the best performances, you know, it's got to be. Yeah, definitely. Like I've seen a fair amount of movies this year, not as yeah. many as I saw last year, but but it's up there with the strongest performances. I don't of the feel year, like he's yeah, going to get a nomination though. Like I feel like they're. I gonna, think he will. You think so? For I think this he role? will. I think he's going to win it too as well. You think I think so? he'll at least get nominated. Yeah, he'll at least get nominated. But for I sure, feel but like people are like I the Academy is going to look at it and be like, no. It's It'll be not. even more controversial if he isn't well, fucking man. nominated. You know what I, I mean? Like the It'll movie be like, industry. oh, they're just shutting this out because it has some, you know, it's something to say that they don't like or agree with. Yeah, because maybe the performance is so strong, dude. It like, is. just like the movie itself maybe is three and a half, but Joaquin Phoenix was five, so it's like it balances out to me with like to four. Go see it, you know, could, four yeah, stars. Yeah. What do you think, Brandon? I give it four and a half. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's unique, man. Like it is. You really feel it while you're watching it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, That's true. It was very. Uh, I haven't seen it film like that really. You know what I mean? Like that level. Well, and like it I was re- effective in a lot of ways. Yeah. It was very like you you felt that shit when it was happening. The end scene when he. Does the blood? Oh, yeah, that was, that was man. You that could was tell wild. that was like an iconic. He looked fucking dope. Dude, like, what about one of the most intense scenes of the movie to me was some people in the theater were actually laughing, but like he's getting talked to by his boss, and his boss is like, "You're done. Like we can't have this anymore," and this and that, and he's basically telling him, you know, all the ways oh, that he's, he's a piece smiling. of shit, yeah. and he's just like smiling and almost crying. You and can he's see like, him; he's like breaking. He's, bro, yeah, like, he's like yeah. completely breaking down, but he's like smiling and. Man, it was it, and it was just a slow zoom, and Joaquin is just so dialed in yeah. that it's like, yeah, he really did bring it, like dude, a hundred percent. He did, like he he went. That's for why it. I'm going for it. So that's the only reason I'm going for it. But I think you got to see it just because the performance is so. Uh, and there's, yeah. I mean, there's so certain strong. times when you're at the theater watching a movie where you're like, you know, you're watching like an iconic scene. Right? Yeah, there and were a like few Brandon, of those in this. Well, you were talking about at the end where he's like bleeding and he makes yeah. a little smile and blood. Dude, the first then, dance sequence after and when those he's three like murders. this in the bathroom, yeah, and he goes like that, and you know, you see, you see like the blood on his chin, and yeah, he's like just looking up, like and almost like a cl- ballerina. And he has yeah. the clown makeup on, and he just yeah. looks so insane. That's like so like beautiful. And Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, just his natural 
uh, it's like he was designed for this part. He cuts all this weight, and his yeah. body just takes on this weird this shape. And it's like shape. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I would say go see it. You see his shoulder yes. blades popping out. Yeah, for sure. Go see it. Yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. Because the the fuss is maybe don't go see it because you know man whatever. Don't believe the hype. Yeah. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't believe the hype. That's a Public Enemy song, but no, yeah. for real, like form your you own know? opinion. Yeah, yeah, form your go, own opinion. Go, go see watch it at your least. own movie and decide yeah. if you want to see it or not. Like don't listen see, to Rotten Tomatoes. If you see movies, I think this is a good one too. Uh, I think so. Out. Even if you don't like comic book movies, no. I know a lot of people do. Some people don't, but I feel yeah. like this reaches a wider audience for sure. than ju- just that. It yeah. exists so, like way beyond that. Yeah. yeah. Word, Brandon. We're gonna have to have you back soon, dude. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Down the line. Uh, this is John. This is Sean. <laughs> This is Brandon. This is Moon Knight with John, 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 John Brandon. <laughs> <laughs>